Assalamu alaikum everybody, my name's Sam and I'm responsible for teaching Arabic around here. And a very warm welcome back to my YouTube channel. This is called Arabic in 60 Steps, which is the name of my flagship program. So let's get on with the rest of this series. We're doing this 10 day series as we count down to our reopening of the program on the 1st of June. This is day four. So if you haven't caught up on the previous three episodes, you can go and check those out on this playlist. So let's get into it. So what we're talking about in this particular lesson is some of the funny behavior that goes on between um, prepositions and some pronouns, between prepositions and some pronouns. And the most guilty culprit we're gonna deal with is this guy, li. I'm gonna put that in a nicer font actually, Times New Roman for Arabic. Bayan or tarikh, please. Very nice, okay, so li is one of our big culprits and bi is a big culprit as well. So there are some pronouns that behave in a way that we um, that we might not anticipate, only from a vowel perspective. You know, there's nothing crazy like the whole letter changes or um, you write it upside down or anything like that. There's, it's not that. It's that sometimes with these two particular letters, we have some issue with this ending. The her on its own can cause some problems for Arabic students because it looks quite different in its beginning, its middle, its end, and, uh, and, on, and on its own. But this usually is who. But it can also sometimes be ha. What does it depend on? Well, it depends on the vowel that comes before it. So if the vowel before it is a kasra, it will be written as a kasra. So for example, if we have bi plus this pronoun, then it will be bihi, like that. Bihi. Let me make sure this is bayan as well. Bihi. So let me get rid of that. We end up with bihi. So ba plus hu or ha is bihi. Let's put the whole sum out. Bihi, like that. But if the word before it were to end with a fetha or a dhamma, then it would be a hu. Um, just to kind of give some more context as well, by the way, maybe I jumped the gun a little bit. This hu ending means him. That's what it means, him or his. But um, yeah, him or his, it means. So when we say bihi, we're saying by him. And when we're saying li, and then then plus that that um, that pronoun, we're saying for him or to him. So let's see how it goes. The, the reason why I put the 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 preposition li is because li is one of the ones that causes us some of the biggest problems. Hence why I'm putting it on trial. The thing about li, this is the rule you need to remember. Before the pronouns who, ha, ka, and ki, it changes from li to la. Why does it do that? I don't know. Let's see what it looks like. So if we're going to say for him, we end up saying lehu. We end up saying lehu. Or if it's uh, for her, we end up saying leha. Or if it's for you, we say leka. Or if it's for you in the feminine, we say leki. So that's what's going on, right? With the, with the preposition le, it becomes le when it's before those vowels. And um, yeah, it was my mistake earlier, actually. I, I, I put ha, it doesn't ever appear as ha, it appears as hu or he. But it will appear as hu if the word that comes before it either has a fatha or a dhamma. And it will appear as he if the word, if the word uh, before it has a kasra, right? If there's a, yeah, so if it's like that. Let me put all of this in the same font. As I say, Times New Roman for Arabic, you must be mad. Cool. Where are we? There we go. So let's have a look at some examples. Okay, I'll show you some examples with this, um, with this ending for if the letter word before it has a dhamma, for example. Let's use the word ra'aytu. 
It means I saw. It's very, very useful. Ra'aytu. Ra'aytu. So I saw. So how do we say I saw him? We need to put hu on the end. So ra'aytuhu. Because there is a dhamma on the letter before it. I'll put that in red so we can see it nice and clearly. Then hu will have a dhamma instead of a kasra. We can't say ra'aytuhi. This uhi sound, Arabic doesn't really like ra'aytuhi. We, we wouldn't say ra'aytuhi. Ra'aytuhu. Or if we were to say, or if we were to have a fatha on the letter before it. Let's say, for example, if you were to say, you saw him. So it's not going to be ra'aytu anymore. It will be ra'ayta. We would say ra'aytahu. You saw ra'aytahu, him. So in this case, there's a fatha on the letter before it. Ra'aytahu. And then I'll show you with a, a word with a, um, you know, with a kasra before it. We already have one here with bihi, but let's do another example. If I was to say in his house, fi baytihi, fi baytihi, you can see here the word before it has a kasra. So that's how we do it. Okay, that's how these particular ones behave. Uh, aside from that, most of the other pronoun preposition combinations are fairly regular. Like if we were to take, for example, ma'a, like ma'ahu would obey this rule because ma'a has a fatha on the end. Um, it would behave just like ra'aytahu, ma'ahu. Um, or another preposition like, um, I don't know, like an. Um, okay, so wa'anhu. Actually, that's a good point, actually. Or if it's a sukun before it. I'm glad I, know, I'm glad I spotted that. If there is a sukun before it, for example, with anhu. For example, with an, with a sukun, hu, anhu. Good, yeah, so if there's a sukun on the letter before it, a fatha on the letter before it, or a dhamma before it, it will be hu, or if there is a kasra before it, it will be he, like this one. So anyway, so anhu behaves as we would expect. Um, yeah, anhu, anha, anka, anki, and then anni, you know, as, as we would expect. Good. So that's everything for this very short video. The reason why we do this is because sometimes we don't really take the time when we do our prepositions lesson in step two and uh, when we do our pro our pronouns lesson in step 13, we don't really take the time to join them together um, all the time, you know. So uh, I thought I'd do an extra lesson on that because we get further down the program and sometimes you see students write things like um, lihu or biha or bihu and things like that. And it's important just to make that little vowel change just to make sure the Arabic's nice and smooth and it sounds the way that it's supposed to. So that's everything for this very short little video. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Assalamu alaikum.